Hey everybody, this is the Variety and iHeart podcast, The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Today I'm chatting with Christian Serratos. The 30-year-old former child star and Twilight actor takes on her biggest role yet, playing the late Mexican-American singer Selena in a new Netflix series about her rise to fame and untimely death at age 23. I'll have Serratos coming up after this short break. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. Christian Serratos, who stars in The Walking Dead, got her start as a child actor on Nickelodeon's Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide in the mid-aughts, followed by playing Angela in the Twilight franchise. Now 30, Serratos has inevitably set herself up for comparisons with Jennifer Lopez, whose climb to Jenny from the Block began with her star-making turn in Gregory Nava's 1997 Selena biopic. Serratos, however, isn't worried. She was determined to get the role and hopes to serve as an inspiration for young Latinx people, just like Selena was for her. How are you? I am good. I'm happy to be back home in LA. <laughs> yeah, where you been? I've been in Mexico trying to finish Selena, but we did it and everyone was safe and I'm so happy that we got to, you know, finish the show. Where in Mexico did you shoot? We shot in Rosarito, which was so fun. Um, I'd never been there before. I'd been to Baja before, um, but never TJ and Rosarito. So it was uh, it was really fun to be there, and it was fun to shoot with, you know, a Mexican crew and to be surrounded by like my people, my folks, and the language that I grew up listening to and the culture. It was just really invaluable, and I can't wait to shoot in Mexico again. I really want to. So. Talk about this. You get a phone call. Someone says, you know, we're thinking about having you play Selena. Yeah. I, uh, it was one of those things that, that seemed like too good to be true. I didn't know if the show was ever going to come to fruition. Um, and I kind of disregarded it because I didn't want to get too excited. Um, and it became more and more real. And I started... They wanted me to send in some scenes and some songs. And um, I feel like I was probably auditioning for what, what I think was like six months. It felt like a long time. And I was shooting uh, season nine of The Walking Dead. So I had a few Walking Dead cast members like take me in between scenes and setups and lunch breaks for Selena. And then would quickly go back into like dirty <laughs> fighting uh, mode. Um, so it was exciting. Um, and I was also like relentless about it. A lot of like my peers and my husband were trying to tell me to chill because I was really um, kind of killing myself to accomplish this, to like play this woman. Um, and so often it seemed like it was going to be impossible, but I was um, really, I just felt compelled to, to play this woman and I felt ready like in life and in my career. And I knew that I trusted myself and I knew what I was willing to put in and give up and all of the things. And so I'm kind of, I'm really glad that I, I didn't um, stop and that I, I, you know, got to do this. Why were you so determined? Why did it mean so much to you? It meant a lot to me because I really looked up to and admired this woman my entire life. And she was, she's one of the like few, um, Mexican women um, or Mexican icons that that um, that became icons, you know, 
Um, mm. And I wanted the opportunity to follow in her footsteps. And she had been such a pioneer for women like me and she had like already opened so many doors for me. And it was, it felt almost like a way of um, thanking her. And I also wanted to see, I wanted my daughter to see me play this role like so badly. And, um, and yeah, yeah, it became really, really important to me. Why did you want your daughter to see that? Why is that so important? I, I don't know that I have an answer to that. I think just because I grew up loving her so much, I knew that, you know, Selena defies, she has crossed so many generations and I think will continue to, new generations are going to fall in love with her. And I know that my daughter is going to be no different. So to tell, so for my daughter to see that I played an iconic Mexican woman like her, um, I think is really powerful. And hopefully I get to keep playing very amazing. I, I'd love to keep telling Mexican stories. Mm. So her family is involved. Her dad and her sister are producers. Yeah. So what is that like? One, there are some people who have an idea of what her father is like from the first movie. Um, so how do you, one, you're doing it with the man who obviously was very tough um, on her. So how do you balance that? But also, he's also a producer on it. I, uh, well, you know, I didn't have to really worry about it so much because her family are EPing. So I know that everything that's going, everything on our show is for the most part going to be approved. I think it has been approved by the family. Um, so I feel pretty confident in in our portrayal of her in terms of them. Um, and, you know, I'm so glad that her family was involved. One, we wouldn't be able to tell this story unless it was for them. So I'm eternally grateful that they're giving us the opportunity to tell a longer version of her history and their story and their history. Because, um, you know, even me as a Selena fan, I had this idea of who Selena was. And honestly, the, the Selena that we all kind of worship was was a four-year time span of Selena. Like she had such an extensive catalog of music that um, went back much farther in time. Like she started doing music when she was a kid and they, her and Los Dinos and her family had created um, brand new music that started from like age 13, I think. So for people to see all of those songs, I think it's gonna be really incredible. And I hope that the songs that we perform and show people in season one become cult classics, the way that Amor Prohibido and Como La Flor be, are, are very well known by all of us. I want people to know Besitos. You know, I want them to know all of those songs that she did when she was a kid because they're just as good, but we haven't seen that story yet. And, uh, you know, Season two of our show is really incredible because we fall more into that like icon. Um, we see a lot more of the Selena we know today, like the long hair and the bangs and the lips and the jumpsuit and all of that. Um, but season one is a good precursor to all of that. It's gonna, I think it's gonna hit the struggles. They're gonna see everything she went through to accomplish what she did. And so I think it's going to be a lot more moving now that people see that young Selena. What did you learn about Selena that you didn't know? A lot. Um, I was pretty shocked to see what we were doing for season one. 
um, I had not seen that Selena before ever, which I think is why season one of our show is going to be so fascinating. Because um, it nearly feels like a new human. I learned um, like more about her struggle and more about the journey to stardom, um, which I think is really important for people to see that it wasn't just instant stardom, that there was a journey and there was barriers that she had to break down and there was complicated moments for her being a young woman in the Hano music, but also just, you know, as a Mexican American, as a woman in the eighties, I think is incredibly powerful. And she did it all with grace, which is something that I really respect about her. And obviously there's the JLo movie. It made JLo a star. Yeah. Is there, I mean, obviously this is completely different. This is a series. This is, you know, many episodes, not just a movie, but are you nervous about comparisons? Are you, do you feel pressure? You know, I um, don't have no ego. That's, um, we all have ego, but I think what's really important for people, especially for people in the industry is trying to, you know, check their ego as much as possible. And I, I like to think that when I was auditioning, I would have, if I didn't feel well equipped, I would have declined. I think it would have been the appropriate thing for me to do. Um, but, and I thought about it for a long time, if I was willing to put in what I needed to put in, give up what I needed to give up, train the way I needed to train, learn all the music, work on my Spanish, study her mannerisms, study the differences in her dialect as she aged, the differences in her performances, like was I willing to be away from my child as long as I needed to be away from her to do this adequately? Was I prepared for the comparison to Jennifer or to Selena? Um, and also, was I going to be emotionally stable enough to handle those comparisons? And, and, and you know, sometimes I, I, I do have to remind myself that I can't please everybody because I'm human, but the thing I tried to do first and foremost was to honestly portray her spirit because I think that's what made her so lovely and so iconic and so wonderful. And I think that's why we all love her so much because there are people, there are icons we love, but there's something so personal about Selena. That's why her fans are so um, incredibly um, loyal to her is I think it's her spirit. And so as long as I honestly portrayed her spirit, then I was doing a good job, I thought. We need to take a short break, but when we return, Serato explains why she didn't do her own singing in the series and why playing Selena feels like redemption. I'll be right back. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. 
As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. Here's more of Christian Serratos. What was it like seeing yourself for the first time as Selena? And what time was that? Pretty surreal. Um, I think when we, I was wearing this white bustier and these white pants um, for the Como La Flor performance in one of the first episodes. And it, it's still, a couple people have asked me like, oh, when did you realize you were playing Selena? Or when was the moment? And I think I'll probably realize that I played Selena in like five years. Because <laughs> um, I kind of went through the whole thing knowing how grandiose this project was, I kind of had to go into it with blinders. Like I had to stick with Selena and stay with Selena and not focus on anything else. Otherwise I was gonna get overwhelmed and freak out. Um, and But I put that white outfit on and I remember seeing Christina, who's one of our seamstresses, and she was so like proud of the work that she had done, but to see me and it really affected her and she started to cry and I went, oh, wow, okay. And then I performed Como La Flor and our background, our audience on our last shot, um, it was silence and it was me walking away or towards the camera. Um, and our audience, our entire audience started, was crying in the dark. And it's then that I, that I went, I'm in it. And I just have to stay cool and commit and just make everyone as proud as I can make them. And that's it. And don't focus on anything else. <laughs> what did it feel like to get her moves down? Like, was there a moment where like, you moved your hip in a certain way and you're like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say that once I got it, I got it, but there were, there were ebbs and flows. So there were some days where we took, we did some takes and I like to watch as much as I can because then I can perfect or I can make better or realize where I wasn't standing up straight or, you know, so it's interesting. Selena has such famous iconic movements, but I didn't realize until playing her that her posture was so infamous. Like she had very regal posture and that was probably funny enough, one of the most difficult things for me because I'm such a professional sloucher. <laughs> so a lot of times I would watch and go, I did that well, but I was not standing up straight. And then you hit it and you get in the pocket and you go, that's it, that was it. Um, so those moments are always really exciting. But you know, they're, 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 they're not there always. Like sometimes you have to get back into it. What was your first day on set like? The first day on set was, I did not feel like Selena. But I think that's because, again, we started from such a young age and my brain had not really realized or connected with the fact that we were starting with baby Selena with the short hair and the curls. And I remember walking to set, even with that like very 80s, very young, I think, I can't even remember what age I was portraying, like 12, 13 or 14. And just like a little pink sweater on and everyone went, oh my God, you look so much like baby Selena. You look so much like Selena when she was little. I was like, I don't feel like Selena. Everyone else thought I looked like her, but I just, because I was so connected to the Selena that we know, it was hard for me to connect with baby Selena. Um, but I think it ended up working out really well because 
she was coming into her own and I was coming into my own, trying to find who I was as Selena as she was trying to find who she was as Selena. So I just really tried to hone in on that. And, and I think it bode really, really well for me. <laughs> <laughs> what questions did you have for her family? What was something you needed to know? I spoke with Suzette when we were like finishing, when we were wrapping up. It's just kind of the way that it worked out. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that it worked out that way because I, I, don't, I don't know that I could adequately ask anything. I don't, I still don't know what questions I would have. I would just, and I did do this. I just sat there and was like, tell me every, I just wanted to listen. I just wanted to listen so much. I wanted to also not just listen and hear about Selena, but I was so interested to hear Suzette's voice. I was so interested in hearing her as well because they are connected, they're sisters, uh, you know? So that was really important to me too. And I was just so fascinated by her and what she had to say that I don't know and still don't know ever if I'll have any question. I don't know that I could. I think it's too, it's too, it's too deep. It's too, it's too much. She obviously, you know, resonated with a certain generation. Now there's going to be a new generation really being introduced to her because of the series. What do you want people to know about Selena? I, I want people to know what, I mean, what I really respected and resonated with is seeing somebody, especially the fact that I grew up in an industry similar to her. She wanted to accomplish music and I am, you know, I, I love the industry that I'm in. I love acting and I've been doing this since I was young and I've been trying to find myself and figure out where my opportunities are and figure out how to create spaces for me where there weren't necessarily always spaces for me and figure out how to demand what I needed with grace and with power, especially because as a woman, so often emotions um, are, are, are off-putting. Um, so, um, especially also being Latin, I have to, I, you know, straddle this position of, of um, confidence and overbearing a Latina aggression, you know. So um, I really love and respect seeing a young Mexican-American woman know exactly what she wants and want to accomplish it all and know how to get what is owed to her in a very graceful, very strong, powerful way. I think that's so beautiful. How has the business changed for you as a Latino woman from when you started out to now you're playing Selena and not just like a small project, yeah. a big project? I think it's very, I feel redemption. I feel a bit of redemption because so often I wanted, um, and I'm not somebody who necessarily likes to be the center of attention. I know that sounds weird coming from like an actor, but I consider myself pretty shy and I just love being on set and I love having all the opportunities and having the chance to really show myself. And then, and then once it's done, I forget that it's for like um, public consumption. Um, and then I get very like introverted and shy. Um, so for a long time, I really wanted bigger, bigger and more opportunities and to play the lead. And so often I was told, I, I, you can't play, you literally cannot play the lead. It's, it's not for somebody who is diverse. So I was just, I was, I was consistently bored. I was bored with playing the friend and I wanted to tell deeper stories and I wanted to tell I wanted to tell more more story. I wanted more time and more opportunity. But I think um, things are are getting better, and um, I 
I love that people are now creating their own stories because that's what it does. It, it causes people to have to create their own universes and, um, and, I'm, and I'm glad for it. How did that change when you became a mom? Because you said you want your daughter to see you as Selena. I imagine yeah. sort of some of those priorities shifted. I want her to see me as anything I want to be because I want her to know that she could be anything she wants to be and I will support her and help her accomplish whatever she wants to accomplish as long as she's not hurting anybody. So um, I now more than ever just want to do more and more and more and more and more because I want, I want my kid to see that. You didn't do your own singing in Selena. J-Lo yeah. didn't either. Um, was there... Was there ever a time where you thought you would be doing the singing? Yes, and we recorded quite a few songs, um, a lot of songs. Um, and I think it was always supposed to be the actress who sang. I, I think there was some, I don't, we didn't have the rights or something. Um, and I always wanted it to be Selena because I was such a fan. And also, and I think people were confused by that. Like, no, sing, this is your chance. You want to do films where you dance and you sing. You want to do... Um, I've always wanted to do, I, I never wanted to be a pop star, but I always wanted to act in films where I got the opportunity to sing. And they were like, well, you want to do that? Here's your chance. Now you can show people you can sing. I was like, yeah, but it's not about me. It's not, it's never been about me. I just want the fans to see their girl. I want them to see their girl. And me as a Selena fan, I was like, I don't want to hear me. I'm a great singer. I don't want to hear me. I want to hear <laughs> Selena. Um, so I'm so excited that it's going to be Selena. So how much have you been singing around the house to your daughter and to oh. your husband, who's a musician? Always. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I've been begging my, my husband if I can sing on one of his songs. And he was always like, no, 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 no. Or yeah, one day, one day, one day, one day, one day. And then I get Selena and he's like, do you want to sing on a song? I was like, well, now you're going to have to talk to my people. Now you're going to have to get in line. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always singing. Listen, a little Spanish-Danish love song? Yeah, right. <laughs> Was there ever a time that you felt Selena on set? When you talk about her spirit, did you feel her? Yeah, there were a lot of times. And I had a lot of really powerful moments with Hiro, who became my confidant. She's our director. And Katina is an incredible director, but... Um, you know, Hito and I became really close buddies. And so often we would like pray to Selena or, and a lot of times I was overwhelmed, obviously. And I would always just go like, oh my God, homie, help me out here. What the fuck am I doing? And, and it always made me feel better whether she was there or not. I feel like I wouldn't have had this opportunity if it weren't for Selena. And I really honestly feel like if, if she wasn't okay with me playing her, I would not be playing her. Um, um, but yeah, you know, we shot the Astrodome and I felt really connected to her. And there were a couple of times where I had to like hold emotion back. I was really emotional. I'd never gone into a room for an audition for Selena, but I'd done a screen test for Selena. And oh my God, I had to sing Amor Prohibido live and I just fucking lost it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And did you do that? You did that on the set of Walking Dead? Uh, no, the, I, they flew me to LA for that. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was, yeah, it was all very emotional, you know? And the wigs, lots of wigs. Lots of wigs, lots of wigs. I mean, I think there was a day where we had five wig changes in a day. So it was a lot to keep track of. That's a lot of years, a lot of wigs, a lot of her, her, her accent was, was changing. Like everything was changing. So 
it was a lot to keep track of, but what a fun challenge, you know? What is it like to go back to junior high school, high school? You went back there. Way back. Um, <laughs> kind of fun. Cause I have a pretty childish side. Um, and so it felt pretty, pretty natural. It was pretty fun. Um, it was weird being in an actual like elementary school or high school that we were shooting at in Mexico. And everyone who was playing my friend was like a kid and it's like 30. <laughs> um, but I think it translates pretty well. Yeah, it does. It works. Okay. I actually looked up your age afterwards to see. Oh, I was like, nice. oh. Okay. Um, what what was it like having, like you said, you shot in Mexico, you have a, you know, Mexican crew there, Mexican extras. Did they all want to share their Selena stories with you, I imagine? Yeah. I mean, we all have, I think our Selena loves, but our moments, you know, we're, but we were so busy and we shot six days a week and, you know, we were just go, 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 go. So I was so grateful to be on set in Mexico because, you know, that's where my family comes from. That's my, that's where I come from. And I had never lived in Mexico. So to be down there for a significant amount of time and just be surrounded by like my peers and people who were raised the same way I was and joke the way that I joke and our slang is the same. Like it, it's, it's really comforting. It's re it really feels like a big embrace. And I didn't realize how much I needed that until I went there. And, you know, my husband talks about us getting a place in Mexico somewhere and kind of splitting our time because that's important to be like grounded to where you're from. We say the same thing about Denmark, you know, my daughter is Mexican and Danish and I just want her to be surrounded by her people and her language and her food and her culture. I think it's so important. And everyone's food and culture for that matter. Like I, one of the things I wish I could do was speak 20 languages. Polyglots to me are fascinating and so smart and so sexy because not only is it so smart and interesting that you know so many languages, but it means you care about other people's cultures, which I think is so beautiful. Well, congratulations on this. Thank you. I'm really, really excited. We watched, you know, the first part and it's just, you know, my husband sat there and cried. I got teary eyed. <laughs> it's really great. And it's really going to be great that a whole new generation sees it. I think that's really important. Me too. I think so too. Thank you so much. This makes me, that made me happy. I like, I'm happy you guys like it. That was Christian Serratos. Thanks for listening to The Big Ticket. Coming up next week, David Boreanaz, the SEAL Team star, is reflecting on his star-making turn as Angel on Buffy the Vampire. You don't want to miss it. Until then, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. And for all your up-to-the-minute Hollywood news, head over to Variety.com. Stay safe, be well, and please wear a mask. See you next time. Hold up. 